This is Moments Without Reason with Alan Prohaska and Joe Peralta. A couple of fellas sitting around chatting about whatever comes up. If you've got something on your mind you'd like to share, hit us up on email at momentswithoutreason at gmail.com. Moments Without Reason. And now your hosts, Alan and Joe. And we're back for another week of fun and games with Joe. Hi, Joe. How are you? It's Alan here, Joe here. I'm good. How was your week? Pretty good. Pretty good. It's crazy, man. I can't believe it's almost the end of July. Right. Where does the time go? You know, I, mean, I, I always base it on uh, Y2K. Is, you know, is Y2K over yet? Yeah. <laughs> well, it was 14 years ago. Do you remember the, the, uh, the thing with Y2K about all the computers were supposedly going to crash because they couldn't understand that it was rolling over? Yeah, well, no, it wasn't. It was the there was only two digits, so right. nine, after ninety nine, it would go to zero zero, right? Which the, then the computer thought it was nineteen hundred, which made sense <laughs> for the computers, right? You know that went, hey, I don't even exist, so it was like this big time warp, right? But he would, you know, just I I think it wound up being. I don't even, maybe it was an issue and we didn't know about it, but I, there was nothing, nothing happened at all. Well, no, no, a lot of people prepped. I was involved uh, with a company that uh, you know, certain systems, you know, they're not going to tell you right? because they don't want to, you know, put you in fear, but uh, no, that's true. certain companies that I was involved with, uh, we did some testing and, uh, you know, found out that, yeah, it's going to be a problem. And oh, so wow. we, we corrected it, you know, mm-hmm. months before. So it's not it was so that it wasn't an issue, but uh, huh. my favorite thing was uh, I, I hosted a a party here at home, hmm. and uh, at midnight I just went outside and just smacked the breakers at midnight. And... <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> so talk about the screams! You know, Happy New! Oh my God! It's the you end know. of the world. Yeah. Come in with an AK forty-seven. All right, everybody out. Oh, that's classic. That's yeah. good. <laughs> I like that. Some people didn't. <laughs> I received um, the other day. Joe sent me a text, and it had a link to um, to your upcoming uh, premiere. And right. uh, I looked at it. It was the link took me to YouTube. It was actually pretty impressive, Joe. Yeah, thank you. It's um, well put together, and it was it was South Park esque. But I, I but will, it's not. So. But right, exactly. It's it, Spanish. It, yeah, people can you know say it's a Spanish South Park. Well, know? it was. Um, you know, it, it it made me laugh. The clip was, um, I don't know, what thirty seconds long, and it was yeah. it was pretty funny. Yep. Um, I have to say, the quality of the animation was really, really oh, good. Oh, it's great. Uh, you know, uh, animators going on there, and yeah. So I figured um, here on the show, uh, what I'll do before we put it up on iTunes and and uh, every other podcast service in the galaxy is is I'll um, I'll put in a link also so people can. Click on that and check it out. Because I'm yeah, assuming sure. you can anybody from the public can buy tickets to come in and check it out. Yes, they can. Cool. Yeah. It's a, a premiere slash fundraiser. Very nice. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, this Saturday, July 26, 2014, Year of Our Lord, mm-hmm. uh, from eight to ten p.m. at uh, Mercer in San Francisco, California. For those of you living in Northern California, mm-hmm. United States of America. That's right. So, <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I'm saluting right now as you say that. As it should be. That's right. Damn straight. U.S.A. And and, and, and these colors don't run, damn it. Yep. I don't know what that even means. I, it's very, uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, I had an interesting topic this week, Joe. Uh, our son has, has is getting ready to start uh, kindergarten. 
And you know, sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. Yeah, Our youngest that's, that's is twenty. <laughs> Going to be twenty-one next month. So. <laughs> I'm done with all the, you know, Bastard. priest, child molesting, school <laughs> issue, it's Justin right. Bieber. Dad, can I have an iPod? Oh yeah, no, it's, crap. it's the yeah. whole gambit, man. And <laughs> part of what has been really, um, you know, maybe maybe growing up in when public schools were not even a factor. It wasn't a big deal. I mean, very few people, when I grew up at least, uh, very few people went to private school because, honestly, there was no reason to go to right. private school. Oh, absolutely. You know? Um, Public school was, I mean, we had everything in little, I mean, I let's right. say I graduated late 70s, mm -hmm. and uh, we had, you know, everything. And as, I, and, I, and as my kids grew up, my oldest is 28, mm -hmm. so he went to high school, you know, 10 years ago. Right. And uh, he had a hot rod, and I said, hey, you know, yeah, just take it into auto shop. And he looked, mm -hmm. kind of tilted his head to the right like a bewildered dog and said, what? <laughs> auto shop? So yeah. his school didn't have a shop? Uh, no. Really? Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, after, you know, I mean, because, you know, you're not going <laughs> to keep in, keep in touch with, with the school, uh, what, what they're depriving of school these years unless right. you're driving an ice cream truck around. Right. The uh, high school, which I'm no longer allowed to do. Well, ever since, yeah, that's right. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, the classrooms have gotten bigger. Classes, uh, classes yeah, uh, have been removed. Uh, auto shop for one. I mean, all of these, uh, I guess, what were considered uh, non-essential uh, traits or or uh, the extracurricular. Uh, uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. That that taught you know pretty much a trait out of high school. Right. No, it's true. I mean, I remember uh, Driver's Ed. Remember Driver's Ed? That's you right. The trailer. You had the trailer with all the That's imitation. The, all the, all the, uh, the simulators. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's I right. Love flooring that thing, seeing my speedometer go up to That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and now they've got these. Uh, I've, I've seen the local uh, advertisements for people, you know, giving Driver's Ed classes. And that was one of my questions, too. A few months ago, I was driving along and I saw that. I mentioned to my wife, I said, well, why don't they just take driver's ed in school? And she said the same thing. She's obviously graduated later than I did. She yep. said they don't they don't have driver. What are you talking about? Um, yep. Yeah, it was it was uh, definitely Gone. a class we took. I had to pay. Yeah, even my son, uh, you know, ten plus years ago, I had to pay for his private driving lessons so wow. he could get his license at sixteen and everything. Yeah, schools no longer provide that. I guess it's part of the cutbacks, huh? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Well, anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, not at all. This is this is what we're doing here. It it just you know locally, um, you know, parents never cease to amaze me. I I I don't ever want to become what I've observed. I don't want to become someone who overschedules their kid with a class every day of the week. Um, you know, i.e., soccer, karate, uh, you know, fencing, ballet, whatever they they have going. Any class I put my kiddo in is something he's requested. You know, hey, Dad, right. I'd like to do soccer. Okay, yeah, he did soccer, you, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't even bring things up to him. It, it, he, he does quite well on his own, you know. Yeah. So when it came time, Let him. yeah, yeah. It, he's been in these um, local places for, you know, quite a few years, uh, kinder care-esque type places. And, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm blown away by how much money they're making, Um you know, oh, yeah. to keep an eye on your kid. I mean, it, it's one of those things where 
it's uh, he was in kinder care for the longest time, and they did a great job. They did a wonderful job. He just got bored and came home, and after uh, three weeks of coming home, saying, "You know, I'm just really bored, Dad. You know, and they're not doing anything. Um, yep. You know, I play with toys, so you know, I I kind of paid more close attention to it, and I noticed, yeah, it, it is kind of it's a safe environment. They had a lot of different creative activities, but they weren't sitting down and and they weren't learning the kids. Damn it, they weren't learning the kids. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, you know, we it's didn't pretty much a babysitting service. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, you know, $1,100 a month for someone watching your kid. And I, and I didn't take advantage of the full hours, mind you, with two sets of working parents. The drop off time was, you know, 6.30 a.m. was the earliest drop off you could make. Um, you could leave your kid there till 6.30 p.m. And there were kids that, you know, their parents took advantage of that. I, and, and, and <laughs> yeah, they had some of them, I think, kind of wanted some quiet time at home. Maybe the others were. Why well, have a kid? Right, that's what we said. And, and, and uh, the other part of that was that, you know, some of them were just working people and, 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 and they had to do that. They had no choice. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I tried to pull him out of there as early as possible. Um, what we wound up doing was not because I really admired the model of it or anything, but we found a Montessori not far from our home. And just because he had asked for some curriculum, he said, you know, dad, mom, I want to learn. I, w- I want to learn to read. I want to, I said, okay. So I checked into it about the same price as the kinder care, uh, much shorter hours. Um, and they, they don't pack, they don't do the lunch. And that's the part that just was the shits, man. It, it, you get used to that spoiled thing where, you know, your yeah. kid can just, you know, crawl in the car in the morning and drop them off. Fine. They'll feed them snacks. They'll feed them this. It's, it's a much more <laughs> structured curriculum. But don't get me wrong, Joe. I didn't want him to be uh, a robot or, or programmed into a box to meet certain criteria. So I, I explained that to them, and they said, great. He's been there now for, I think, two, two and a half years. So he's getting ready to start kindergarten. So I go up the street to the local kindergarten, which looks like a school I went to, looks like something out of Leave It to Beaver. has been there since the 60s. Um, yep. And it was the when school they... school marm out in front with the bell. Right, right exactly. And, and, and I think they actually have teachers that have been there since it opened. Um, you know, it, it was one of those schools where it's like you and I grew up. It was built with the subdivision, you know. It, it, yeah. Um, well, so it. I go up there and I check it out. And, and I mentioned it to some parents at his school, and it was like, oh, the looks I got. You know, he's, he's going to where? Oh, geez, why would you put him in that? So I, I just kind of did some research and found out there's probably 15 private schools within a 10-mile radius of us. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, my wife, she came to me the other day and said, listen, I found this one that looks like, you know, it's a great private school, this and that. And, this. and I could tell she was being sarcastic by the way she was presenting it. And she showed me the, she printed out two pages. $24,000 a year for a fucking private school for a kindergartner? Are you kidding me? That's his salary? <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, that's that's ridiculous. Um, that's funny. I, I, I told, I told uh, my wife, I said, look, I've hit my peak of what I'm willing to pay for him at this age with where he's at now. You know, the 1100 a month is, is I'm, that's it. I'm not, I, I don't think I should have to go. So I use that as my search criteria. It turns out that that's a very reasonable amount. Some places go a little bit lower. Some places go a little bit higher. But that's my peak. I'm not willing to spend more than that. I'm not sending him to UC Berkeley, for Christ's sakes, in <laughs> kindergarten. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but my point 
in, in, in talking about a lot of that was the parental attitudes. Uh, you know, I met out of every 10 people, probably six of them said, oh, no, you got to do private. You got to do private. You know, the class size, this, that, and the other. And I said, well, he's going to kindergarten. You know, we're not talking about fifth or seventh or 12th grade. Right. Um, I think the bullshit part of all this, Joe, that's really bothering me is, and, and my wife said it best the other day. She said, look, if you want him to go to private school or if we decide he wants to, that we want to do that, fine. But that's a hit on the budget every month. Okay, understandable. So it's 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 six to one. Yeah, it's like so we could either move to an area where normally we probably uh, you know wouldn't spend that much on a place to live, um, but that would put us in the quote unquote great school district area. Yep. Or we stay where we're at and we put him in a private school and pay that anyway. So, so either way, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. That's um, it. You're paying one way, right? one way or the, the other. other. Yeah. I found two um, very, very close uh, Catholic schools, and their tuition was about 700 a month, um, you know, which is a lot more reasonable. And, and it is technically a private school. You know, my fear in that is I, I don't want a kid dragging a rosary around and pulling out his <laughs> daily prayer book and, you know, telling me I'm going to hell. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I, I don't know. It's... um. It's it's a hard choice. It's a hard decision. I don't think it matters that much in kindergarten, but this whole generation of kids, you know, is is way ahead of the curve when we grew up. Well, it's because parents have placed a lot of the responsibility of child rearing on the schools. Absolutely. Now. You know, and you know, it's no wonder, you know, kids are beating their parents. Right. You know, and like you said, yeah, they're they're going to come home and and be opinionated and uh, you know, just Pretty much, if, if they're not, if they have no upbringing or, uh, I'm at a loss for words, believe it or not, but, no. uh, <laughs> you know, no, because this, this is a subject that I'm just, I, it's just been out of my head since probably my kids have been in high school. You know, right. God, I'm so glad I don't have to worry about this because right. I tried to instill, uh, you know, my beliefs and my values in my kids before they went to school, you know, and not have them be brainwashed by, right. you know, their ideas. You're, you're, you're going over there to learn. Right. You know? That's right. It's, it's, you know, but it's, it's become a, a, a social gathering in my opinion. Absolutely. Years. And, uh, they're getting, you know, tons of money and a lot of these kids come out, you know, it's a revolving door, man. They, right. they, they come out uneducated and, right. And it's like, and then you got to send them to college, and that's where you got to, you know, you really do pay the money to 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 get them educated. You know? Well, absolutely, and you know, part of, um, and I know your kids are, are much older than than uh, than my son, but it just, you know, I I've observed things even in his uh, current environment where he'll come home and he'll mimic behavior that yep. he's seen at school. Um, you know, they've already got a, a, a system there where, you know, he'll say, oh, these, you know, that girl is cool or this guy is this. And that's when I kind of thought, you know, should is this something I should be concerned about? Because like I said to my wife, I, I said, it, it, it concerns me because I don't want to be a parent that just throws him into school and goes, you know, he's there to learn. He'll be fine. Um, because I already see that influence of his peer group around him. And... Yep. I don't want to let it go and have it become too late. Not that it is, but, you know, who knows? Fourth, fifth, sixth grade, who knows when that transition takes place where, you know, if, if all of his friends 
are not going to school or think it's cool to, you know, small things, for example, think it's cool to, to smoke pot or, or to smoke or to, to drink or whatever a parent's yeah. know, worst case scenario may be. I don't want him to pick up on that and have that become his peer group because growing up, you and I know, it's it's very you're very impressionable. And once you're into a certain peer group, it's really hard as hell to get out of it. But see, that's where the connection between the parent and the child comes in. And I'm no doctor, Mm -hmm. Spock, whatever the guy, Mm -hmm. the child psychologist was, but I learned at a young age, you know, I did what I did because I had no, both my parents worked. Right. I was pretty much, I had free reign, man, to do whatever I want. Right. And and, and so did I, yeah. So I I turned that around with our kids. You know, we, you know, we pretty much uh, had an open communication, uh, open communication lines and uh, there, you know, I put the fear of God into them, you know, right. granted, uh, you know, you do anything wrong and, uh, that, that's it. I mean, right. I'm going to go through the contract that I made them sign in blood, but right. they, uh, you know, they, they pretty much adhered to it and, and, uh, you know, I got a father's day card from Joey saying, God, I remember that, you know, and it's, mm-hmm. man, he says, you know, I see these kids now, you know, and I go, you're 28, <laughs> you're right. saying these kids, right. you know, pretty soon they'll be calling you, sir. Right. <clears throat> well, you know, Joe, I think that's part of what concerns me is because um, the way the way I grew up is is very similar to the way you grew up. We were kind of left on our own, not like left on our own, but but the choices we made were in front of us. I didn't have mom and dad holding my hand along the way, yeah. um, and I th- I think that's part of why I have that that deep founded concern for him because. You know, I made a lot of wrong choices along the way. Also, the difference was is that in our generation, you and I, um, I think it was easier to do a turnaround. Yeah. You know, I, I I feel that way. Once kids get in trouble these days, I think you're pretty much done. You know, you you've got a label on you, um, either as a troublemaker, either from your school or from the cops or from whoever. and it's on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true, and and yep. it's it's um. I think they have, I will tell you that I, I, I really believe this, and I used to hear parents say this, and I thought, ah, that's just a bunch of bullshit. Um, but I, I believe it now, and that's that these kids have a lot more on them, on their heads these days than we ever did. Oh, absolutely. Um, the expectation, I think, is higher. You know, he's getting ready to start kindergarten, and, and you know, I see his his peer group and his teachers at where he's at now saying, well, yeah, he can say all of his ABCs, he can count to 100, he can this and that. I remember starting kindergarten and learning all of that, you know, yep. and, I, and, and I knew part of it just because you were around other kids that knew it or whatever, not because I was taught it, because I saw it and I was mimicking it, yep. you know. Um, it's just pretty incredible to me that I never would have thought a few years ago that a school choice um, would have been even on the top three of my agenda for when, you know, for this time of my life. I thought, what you know, a school's a school, but apparently it's changed quite a bit. And adding stress factor to it, too. Absolutely. You, know, he, just, he just went down, signed the paperwork, and uh, yeah. I'd pick you up at three. Right, know? exactly. Actually, well, didn't he, pick you up. What are you talking about, pick you up? Right. I had to walk. <laughs> yeah. And, and There was when, no line of cars. That's the other thing, you know. It's oh, like there was, geez. Uh, there was no line of cars. School let out. Kids walked home. Walked period. home, man. The only time we got rides is when you had a doctor's appointment or... Um, or you got in trouble. Yeah, no, that's right. That's right. I remember we would we would just shit a cat if we saw Dad's car out front. He, something happened. It was not a good day. And he's standing out there with his, hand, his arm arms oh, on his side. Yeah, no, dude, in the car we were not happy. If he were standing out of the car, yeah, you tried to blend in with the other kids coming out, standing at the bus ramp. And he notices his pants are a little cockeyed because he's not wearing the belt because it's behind his oh, back. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's right. That's exactly that in front right. of the school dad. <laughs> yeah, no, that's right. But, um, uh, you know, so when you pay this money at his school, it's interesting. His class size, a big class where he's at now, even even like they have kindergarten where he's at now. We could keep him there technically. Um, his a big class size where he's at now is eighteen kids. And that has a, 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 a state-certified teacher um, and a teacher's aide who acts pretty much just like the teacher. So technically, you've got two teachers in the class. 18 yeah. kids is a lot in the, in each of those classrooms. The local school I went to has 30 to 35 kids. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, and um, you know, and, and that goes to, again, the whole education thing, man. It's like, you know, it's right around the corner. When I'm leaving to pick him up from where he's at now is when they let out. When I take him in the morning to where he goes now is when I see the kids going to the potential public school that he'll be going to around the corner from the house. I see more kids not from the neighborhood going to, to that public school. And I understand, you know, some people come from crap neighborhoods. I feel bad. Maybe your school's that overwhelmed. They can't handle it. Oh, so yeah. They, they bust you in. And that goes to a whole separate issue. But... I just think it's really, really bizarre, man. It's like there's a whole bunch of houses back here, and most of these kids coming out of school are not coming down to these houses in this area at all. Nope. Um, so I don't know. I, you know, homeschooling has become a really big thing. Um, yes, it is. I, I can't do it. I couldn't do it if you paid me, it, man. It's a, dis- it's a discipline, too. It's like working from home, you know. It's got to be. Yep. It's got to be. Um, there are some people we know of here, uh, locally that have three and four kids that homeschool them. Well, you know, I can put on my teacher hat from 11 to 1130, but I'm still a parent first and foremost. And I, and I think, and that's where I think it's beneficial too, because you know, there's no outside influence on the kid. Well, that's true. And, and that, you know, that's very cultish. <laughs> I I don't want you talking to anybody. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Where do you guys live? My dad says Waco. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, what? My dad says temporarily until the mothership comes back, we're staying here. <laughs> we're stocking up on Kool-Aid. <laughs> that big Costco tub. Ooh, we practice all the time. Daddy says, "Take a shot of Jello Kool Aid." Yep. Oof, wow. But but I'll tell you, yeah, it is it it is funny though that you know the the times from when we were kids to our kids to your kids, which yeah. are which are growing up now. Right. I mean, it's like more and more, you know, uh, curriculum is being taken out of public schools. I mean, eventually it's just going to be you know you come in, grab your books, go home, and study on your laptop or something. Yeah. You know? It's going to be, you know, death by PowerPoint is some no, of the training that we get at that's work. That's exactly so. right. Yeah. Everything is just so marketed, man, to, 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 to various age groups these days. You know, my son came up to me every probably once a week, twice a week, uh, minimum. Joey comes up to me and says, Dad, why, why do I need to go to school? You know, it's that usual, you know, oh, I want to stay home today. I don't want to get dressed, whatever. And I say, listen, that's where you learn. That's where, you know, you get a good education. And he always looks at me and says, well, why can't I just do it like the kids on TV on abcmouse.com? Wow. And I'm like... Forward slash. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. I mean, he'll hand me his iPad, you know, and say, why don't you pull this up or pull that up? Once uh, he's got the alphabet down, I'm screwed on the whole password thing for the iTunes store. And yeah, I'm done. I'm toast. 
<laughs> well, <laughs> you got to get the retinal scan adapter. You know what? I'm, biometrics would be great. Yep. That's right. I, I'm, I'm with you on that one. There's face recognition software now on, on laptops that I saw, and it's like, what if I don't shave that day? <laughs> oh, um, so I'm, I'm, I'm done. I wanted to bring something up, and I don't know if you wanted to talk about it or not. You're very sensitive about this because you are a sensitive, uh, wonderful man. Uh, well, no, I, like, it's like I said, it's out of my mind now. I mean, my, my daughter's in college now, but I think she's, you know, she's got her momentum going as far as you know, oh, her, yeah. her path. Well, and both your kids yeah. did the... Did the um, both of them went to public school, right? Public school, absolutely. And and they turned out great. I mean, yeah. so, but then again, I mean, well, now your daughter, it hasn't been that many years since she was actually in a public school. Yep. So. But still, but still it was, you know, it all starts at home. And I yeah, mean, I really, right. you know, drove home the fact that uh, this, the, these are my rules. And, uh, right. you know, I don't care, you know, what other kids do. Because we, we've all been there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, peer pressure. Oh, not, sure. You know, I used to do it for fun. Come on, all the cool kids are doing it. Come on. Right. You know, steal a car. Right. <laughs> I dare you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you're a pretty good roller skater. Pretty good roller skater. Bet you can't do that during the rally naked. <laughs> <laughs> and he did it. Oh, that all sounds so So with all of that, I go, man, I really got to really got to lock my kids down because karma's going to kick me square in the ass. Right in the butt, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, wow. Uh, but, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you something that I heard, uh, you know, an, an acquaintance of mine who, who spent oodles of money on mm-hmm. private schools since, since grammar school. And I think it was to the tune of 36 grand a year outside wow. of, of, uh, wow. uh, outside of grammar school. Mm-hmm. I remember the kid, you know, the kid's a little brat and mm-hmm. I've seen him mouth off to his parents, flip them off when they're mm-hmm. not looking and things like that and you know whenever they do something wrong it's like oh you know oh, the geez. comment the comment that he made you know kind of made me think I, I can't believe he acts like this i mean he's going to a really you know i pay good money for the school he's going to <laughs> and it's their fault yeah wow and i you know i, I had no response because i don't i don't engage with idiots like that but right uh, you know, it's like, what are you going to say? You know, you've already got your mindset. So just shut the hell up and watch the show. So uh, Well, and that goes back to what you said earlier. I, I completely agree, man. It's, it's you know, a lot of, a good percentage of parents expect the schools to raise their kids. Absolutely. And, and I think um, they complain because it's like, uh, you know, homosexuality or sexual orientation mm-hmm. or, you know, some other religion is brought in. And it's like, well, wait a minute. Well, you know, it, you know when I went to school, everything was taught. Everything yep. was shown. And, you know, but when it, when it came down to it, it still was what, what was taught at home that yep. based your values. And That's later right. on in life, you made your own choices. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I mean, homeschooling, if you want to get away from all that, homeschool. Yeah. yeah, no, that's true. I mean, there are, um, I think if someone's got the right personality, and, and I think the key would be patience, um, yep. then oh, I, I think um, yep. you know, that, that might not be a bad thing. Nope. I agree. Just talk to your kid every day. Yeah, no, that's right. See what's, what's going on in school. You know, well, little Timmy brought a gun. <laughs> that's the other thing. <laughs> Holy crap, nobody brought a gun to nothing, school. Nothing exciting, yeah. Well, he brought a gun to school, and it's probably because there are no sports, man. It's like I asked my son, I think, because I, I, I was curious. I said, what kind, of, what kind of sports are they offering? And this, again, this is about 10 years ago. And he said, uh, baseball, tennis, football. Mm-hmm. And I'm waiting for more. And it's like, holy crap, you know, we had swimming, we had oh, golf. Sure. Um, we had everything, yeah, same yeah. here. 
It's like, oh, there's nothing to do. God, yeah. I think we even had like a badminton team. Badminton, yes, we had yeah, badminton. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. The shuttlecock. That's right. That's right. Which, oh, yeah, <laughs> I love, no, I. I love, I love saying it over and over. Hey, babe, pass the shuttlecock. We, we all did. Yep. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait, Has anyone seen it? my shuttlecock? I dropped it here somewhere. Susie. What's called again, teacher? Well, <laughs> <laughs> the interrupter in the middle of it. You know, shuttle, what? That's right. Oh, okay, go on. Cock. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh. Joe, this is non sequitur, but I wanted to I wanted to touch on something because it really it, it kind of steamed my clams too the other day. Do you remember when you needed a jump start? Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you remember yeah, that? I, yeah. I, I, go ahead and tell the story. Yeah. Well, you know, my, my daughter has a fairly new car. It's mm-hmm. about three years old. But uh the the ignition switch remember how you used to have in the car, you know, back well, my car you don't need a key to leave the radio on. Right. You, just, you know, you turn the car off, you push the radio, and it's on. Right. Hers, you need the key to be in the accessory position. Right. So it's the, kind of the traditional uh, ignition <clears throat> the way it's always been. Right. So I click, I think I overclicked it into the on mode, which mm-hmm. left the driving lights on. So my okay. battery died. And, uh, you know, I, I, I pretty much loaded her car with a first aid kit, uh, mm-hmm. AR-17, AK-47, smart. and jumper cables. Very smart. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> but this gentleman pulls up in front of me, and uh, I, I walked up to his window, and uh, he was on the phone, and he hung up and said, yeah, can I help you? And I said, hey, uh, would you mind giving me a jump? And he says, oh, gee, I'd love to, but I don't have any jumper cables. And I went, you know, I've got a pair. And he said, oh, well, then, no. <laughs> Now, now that brings me to to my point, and this is this is human fucking behavior, Joe, and 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 you know this as well as I do. People say, you know, I don't have jumper cables. I've been through it. You, we all have been through it, right? Right. They don't really. If they very well may have a set of jumper cables in their fucking trunk, right? Yep. Oh, they yeah. don't care, and that's the thing that proves the point that you actually had the cables. Yep. And he probably would he wouldn't have had to do anything. No. You know? I uh I matter of fact when he uh hold on, I got a truck. I left my window open so you're gonna hear this truck go by right That's now. Fine. Um No, um and the and the thing was, yeah, I mean I it would have taken two seconds. I, the hood was open, cables were there, right. and it was just tap. You know, it wasn't even going to take that much juice. You know? Well, so and I, you were in an area, I remember, because Joe and I had spoke on the phone that day, because I was actually doing something. I was going to come home, get my car, and you were just a few miles <laughs> down the road. I was going to come give you a jump. You were in an area where, you know, it's it's upper middle class. It's a very... Walnut Creek, California. Right. It's a very Caucasian Driving a Toyota minivan. Yeah. <laughs> Guy looked Walker. like uh, <laughs> guy looked like you know a cross between uh, Rick Moranis and Woody Allen anyway. So well, that's you know, yeah, and that's that's not surprising at all. But but I, I felt bad when I told him. I said, God forbid you ever need a jump. You know? Right. Yeah, well, you but, shouldn't you feel know, bad, Joe. I mean, that's that's instant karma. And he just kind of gave so. me this look, like you know, was, yeah, and uh, uh, well, uh, sorry, you know. Yeah. I said. <laughs> I'm just always amazed. I mean, I'll be honest. I, people have come to me before when I've been in a parking lot wherever and said, hey, do you, you know, can I get a jump? And I've, I, I didn't have jumper cables at the time. Um, since I've always made sure, you know, both cars have jumper cables in the trunk, yep. which is just a smart thing to do anyway. Yep. Um, and, and I've never, ever um, had that issue, you know. My wife has run the battery down on numerous occasions, um, and she had people stop usually middle-aged older people and yeah. give her a jump on the side of the road one time at uh 3 30 in the morning um coming home from work 
And older gentleman stopped in a pickup truck, gave her a jump start, and followed her to our driveway to make sure the car would run okay. Very um, cool. Yeah. So, you know, there's a few of them out there. Yep. Well, they, yeah, yeah. within like uh, 20 minutes, because uh, not a lot of people, it was early in the morning. Right. We went there early to get some get some stuff done. Mm-hmm. But a uh, gentleman across the street, an old beat-up Honda Civic, I mm-hmm. uh, asked, hey, can you, and he made a U-turn, opened his, opened the thing, wow. and he's, you know, we were in and out in like five minutes, man. He was like, you know, hey, thanks, have a good, I use, I got to get going, offered to give him money too, and wow. he goes, nope, I ain't taking it, thank you, you know, he goes, just pay it forward, and that's exactly what I do. See, that's cool, you know? that's yeah. cool. Um, you uh, know, there's, I'm, st- the jury's still out for me, man. You know, a lot of people say that, you know, that old freaking adage, you know, oh, most people are good. There's a few bad ones. You know, man, maybe it's just my experience. And, and I'm not saying that it's always been my experience, but there's also the adage of most people are, are shitheads and there's a few good ones. That's it. Um, yeah. I, you know, I lean towards that just the years on God's green earth. You know, it's like, uh, I don't want to be paranoid and say everybody's bad. But I've seen some pretty, uh, <laughs> pretty crappy things go on. Oh yeah, you know, you just kind of, kind of yep. watch your six and and uh, do what you can. Yep. Man. Yeah, I try try to help out when I'm, you know, when people are out there. But if it's a, if it's an issue of time or right. if something's questionable, it's like, you know, it's kind of like the beggar off the end of the freeway. You right. know, you 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 kind of run through your mind after hearing all the stories. You know, one bad apple. Well, the guy's not really poor. Right. He pulled up and he pulled up in a BMW and just put on some grubbies and went off to the side. And you know, I mean, you yep. figure if you get a dollar every five minutes, mm-hmm. that's twelve bucks an hour. Oh sure, sure. You know, I mean, yep. and that's minimum. I mean, you know, get people. I mean, I've you know, I've seen guys you can legitimately tell. I mean, either that or they're great actors. Mm-hmm. You know, that are just down on their luck, and they've taken the time to put their life story on that cardboard box. Yeah. You know, uh, lost my job, Vietnam vet, but you're only twenty. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I look at that and I go, wait a minute, you're younger than me. <laughs> How the hell? Yeah, Civil War vet. Right, know? yeah. <laughs> that would probably sell. That would played probably an extra, sell. Played an extra on Hogan's Heroes. Oh, okay, well, that one worked. Oh, geez, you're you're my hero. So you were LeBeau's comrade. Well, it goes back to, to um, you know, I, I saw a survey. This kind of ties in with what you're saying a few a few months back. And it said that uh, they surveyed, like, I think 500 college students, and most of them didn't know U.S. history. So oh. you could probably get away with that Civil War thing. So, yeah, wasn't that, uh, wasn't that over in Iraq? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the Civil War, yeah. It was fought by civilians. That's why they call it that. You know, I think everybody should have to take a citizenship test again. I think everybody should because yeah well that's that that's my big thing i think there should be a test for everything yeah well you want to have a kid what's funny most of the people running around holding these u.s flags going we don't want we don't want these immigrants and we don't want these damn foreigners in our country if you had to test them to become a citizen they'd be gone next week yep that's it you know george washington he started that damn brewery with sam adams that some bitch is still alive I remember the when when the Olympics were in Salt Lake City, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, somebody had called up the office to get tickets, and they said, "Your address, please." And they said, "Blah blah blah, Smith Street, uh, New Mexico." Mm-hmm. And they said, "New Mexico." Oh well, let me connect you to our international desk. Wow, and, and and you know what? That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, and this radio station kept calling. You know, this I guess this one person when they answered, they told them New Mexico, and they were adamant. I guess it sounded like an older woman too. So. Mm-hmm. 
but uh, yeah, you know, it's like uh, no, you know, <laughs> ma'am, New Mexico's part, part of these here United States. I don't care what. No. <laughs> what? Well, what the hell's wrong with the old Mexico? They done went and invented a new one. That's it. Wow. Fix the old one first. That's what I say. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't. <laughs> If it ain't broke, he's out picketing <laughs> the federal building. No New Mexico. <laughs> and in no way are we depicting Southerners since we oh, are man. dialect. To, uh... <laughs> All right, Joe, it's been fun, man. Always. And um, I will put the link up for Joe's upcoming premiere in San Francisco um, yep. up on our um our, on our cast, you'll be able to click the link and it'll take you. Actually, I'm going to do it where it'll take you right to YouTube so people can see that little little clip because that's a great clip. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much on the premise because I think what they, what a lot of the, back in the day, because there wasn't a lot of cliche double entendre humor, mm-hmm. like in the Flintstones, you could take a Flintstones and translate it word for word and it will play anywhere in the world. Right, right. You know. And I mean, because it was simple conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the newer cartoons have a lot of, a lot of these uh, double entendre, you know, the, the sexual innuendos that oh, don't sure. translate mm-hmm. into any language other than English. I mean, same thing with Spanish. If I was to say, you know, I mean, if, well, in English, if I was to say fisting, <laughs> you know, right, right, you know, and, and you'd say it in Spanish, and you just kind of go, well, I okay, you know, well, right. why are you waving your fist at me? You know, and it's like, no, it's so certain things don't tra- don't translate. So <laughs> what we're trying to do is is, is build a build a, some some cartoons from the interesting ground choice of what of what uh, can translate though. I'm just pointing. I wanted to point that out there. But, um, <laughs> the I, animation. I who who did the animation on that? On I that have. Joke? Uh, uh, actually, Jorge is in charge of um, personnel, so I mm-hmm. I haven't met the new animator. The, the he did a great job. Guys. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, no, I have not. Uh, I have not met him yet. So. Now, what is the hopes with the series? They want to make this. Uh, uh... Well, right now it's playing. It's actually playing mm-hmm. in Puerto Rico and Colombia. Okay. So uh, yeah, I mean, you got to fly down there to go take a look at it. So. <laughs> Now, is this going to be a regular thing they want to keep doing? Yeah. Right okay. now, we're, we're doing like an episode uh, a month. Okay. And then uh, hopefully, if we get picked up by more, you know, the more and more we get picked up, the more Oh, man, this, you know, you guys, out. he should be down in L.A. pitching this to the to the um, Latin American networks down there. I know a lot of the headquarters that are down there by the oh, yeah. airport. Yeah. Actually, uh, Jorge, uh, who's going to be moving uh, towards Florida, actually, okay. Miami is more of a... Of a, of a Latin, yeah, believe it or not, and again, this is no way, uh, you know, stereotypical, but L- L.A.'s more Mexican market right? versus Spanish market is more, a little more diverse. We're talking New York and uh, right and uh, Miami. No, so. that's true. That's it's, very yeah. true. Uh, anyway. Okay. Gonna, All right, well, we'll include that information now. on our link. and um, Spider pulling up in front of my house now. Just <laughs> <laughs> you say, fucker? <laughs> You're talking shit again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. We'll, uh, we'll be back sir. again in just a few days. And um, good. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk next about some more stuff. I'll be on the road. Uh, oh, that's right. You are going on the road. Dallas, Dallas Texas. So, Where are you uh, going? Dallas, Texas. Oh, that's right. Wow. Yep. Well, so, be careful there. Why? I don't talk to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> you're, it's you're Texas. 
You're that guy from, oh, dude, I, I, I never tell anybody I'm from San Francisco. No, I, you can't. You can't. the accent, I never tell them. No, it's like, no. Where are you from? It's like, we're from around? From. <laughs> I actually got pulled over once, and I threw out an accent, and I got out of a ticket. Oh, I'll bet you did. You know. I'll bet you like, did. No. You know why I pulled you over? He'll, nope. Uh, probably because I was speeding. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't have a lot of love for, for Texas. You know that. Anyone that knows me knows that. But I'm just saying every time I've been pulled over in Texas, they they tell me it's standard procedure, but I've never had it anywhere else where, where they hit you with a stun gun and then ask you for your ID. I mean, that just doesn't seem right. Cavity search. Yeah. And what's for a busted sh- taillight. What's this shit about? You know the position, fucker. <laughs> And you're wearing a priest outfit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, pulling my son away, talking about, don't worry, son, we'll find your mom, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> no love lost for Texas. Wow. Uh, they're nationalistic, you know. I used to tell my wife, you know, they have that bumper sticker out there that says, you know, secede from the Union, Texas, with the flag on it, which yep. you fucking see everywhere in case you forgot where the fuck you're at while you're out there. <laughs> yeah. Um but, you know, they used to see, I used to see a bumper sticker, and I told my wife, I said, I should get one, you know, you can go on the internet and have like 50 printed up overnight, get one with the flag, looks identical, and says, Texas, you should secede, you're a fucking embarrassment to the rest of the nation. Good God. I'm just, I'm blown Such... away, dude. I'm, wow. Every time. Every time something happens there, it's, it's no longer surprising. <laughs> so that's a whole fucking show we could do, you know, and, and people always talk shit, you know, well, Austin's a music capital. We spent fucking three nights in Austin. There's eight fucking music clubs. That makes yep. you a music capital. Oh yeah, and then seventeen Hooters. Right, exactly. It's unfucking believable. <laughs> you know what? We should do that next time. Let's have a fucking player haters hate fest on. Wow. <laughs> on fucking. T- <laughs> oh, on one condition, man. You fucking stop snorting that powdered uh, caffeine that's out there killing everybody. Man. Oh, dude, Crap. that's some. That's a piece of work right there. <laughs> wow. Yep, I mean I, I didn't even my, know it existed. My twelve ounce Red Bull in the morning and uh, a couple cups of coffee, and I'm good to go, man. But these guys are taking it to the next level, man. Yeah, I read a thing that said uh, half, <clears throat> like a quarter teaspoon of that is equal to like twenty cups of coffee. Twenty five cups Jeez. of coffee. Yep. I mean, where are they? Is this like at the local mini mart? No, it's online. You have to really. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, I'm hesitant to buy anything online. I mean, other than my high blood pressure and heart medication um, from the Canadian pharmacy through Puerto Rico that I get. Uh, but other than that, I would not buy anything like that online. <laughs> yeah, send me some powder that I'm going to ingest. I trust you. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's going to be the whole new, you know, and, and I don't know. That's a whole uh, bunch of bullshit going on there. People are dying daily, man. Love it. Thinning of the herd, man. Yeah, no, it's true. Uh, Darwin, is it? Uh, yep, yeah. the Darwin Awards. Yeah, I have no sympathy for these idiots. Come on. Yeah, I mean, the kid I read about was, what, 17 or 18? I yep. think that's old enough to, I, I would hope that I raise my son to go, you know, it's on the internet, it must be okay. I'd hope I'd raise him a little better than that. Yep. You know, I mean, do you that. have to really come out with a chart and go, anything over a pint of <laughs> booze, alcohol poisoning, <laughs> right. anything right. over 10 grams of caffeine, Yeah. overdose. Right. You know, well, you don't know where that shit comes from off the internet. You know what I mean? It's it's uh, chick who's da- who who has daddy issues overdose. Yeah, don't you know, stay away from it. That's <laughs> so wrong. It's it. You know, it's a brave new world. Oh, <laughs> it's awful. Oh, Joe, it's been a pleasure. Always. All right, we'll talk again soon. Have a lovely afternoon. All right. Join us next week. 
for another episode of Moments Without Reason.